Hello and welcome. My name is Tim. I'm Dancy. And I'm Herfie Durfee. And this is Go Mode, a link to the past randomizer podcast. Did you guys see me spill water all over my desk just now, perchance? <laughs> I saw you grab the glass, <laughs> but I didn't see you spill water. I definitely just dribbled water all over my desk. I took a quick sip right before we started. And when I put the glass down, I was in the middle of saying hello and welcome. And I could see water droplets <laughs> like out of my periphery, like falling onto my desk. Oh, and no. then I suddenly became very aware of the fact that I was on camera, which is new. For oh, us. yeah. Right, right. It's semi new. I mean, it's been what? Uh, three this episodes? Is the third six one. Weeks. I was going to say, yeah. yeah, this is the third one. We started on the... <laughs> On the episode 101, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then so now you're telling me you didn't see. And so I said something when I actually could have just completely gotten away with it. And But then what would we be talking about right now? Yeah, it's always hard to know. It's also hard to kind of figure out for me how to work this with the whole camera setup because the outline is full screen on one monitor and you guys are mm-hmm. full screen on the other monitor. But if I'm looking at the outline... It looks like I'm looking at you, but if I'm looking at you, it looks like I'm not looking at anything. So do you guys have your own video turned off? No, no, I have mine on. Don't. Wow. I'm just not looking at myself. I don't I don't mind seeing myself. I I would I would be staring at myself the whole time. And I'm not proud of that. But that is what happens (laughs) anytime I I get on. I'm staring at myself, you know, I would rather stare at Dante. Look at those guns. I thought this was a podcast recording, not a gun show. (laughs) (laughs) Those are some serious guns. I saw those on uh, Facebook the other day and I I dropped a quick like. I was like, all right. Well, thanks. I hate posting pictures of like progress because it feels awkward. And like, I don't know how to. I don't know how to pose, I guess, is the way to, to say it, like because there are specific ways to do it. So it like accentuates for photos like that's what yeah. people tell you in the industry or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, that, I don't know how to do that. I just like do something and it, I look like a marshmallow fluff and then I <laughs> snap a picture. So you're talking about these poses that like the muscle men do and their wrist is like cocked out so weird. You're like, why is your wrist doing that? Yeah. It's, and it's because it like maximizes the flex, right? Pretty wow. much. It's it's I don't yeah. know anything about the industry and that's one reason why I don't want to get involved in it because I have no <laughs> like with bodybuilding, I don't want to like get up in front of everybody in like a G string and <laughs> also have like, you know, bronze sprayed all over me. Extreme um, amounts of self tan. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a uh, link to the past randomizer. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, naked link sprite right. edition. <laughs> uh, it's just yeah, it's the uh, like it's the link with the uh, fig leaf. Over the business, yeah. except just like an like orange instead of uh, the normal <laughs> color. Yeah, it's Very fall. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, yeah, right. link. Very good. Uh, so the this talk, um, Herf, that you were saying about uh, positioning everything on your screen, it reminds me of getting your own rando set up and trying to figure out where on the screen mm-hmm. you want, you know, your tracker and your your chat and all that. And speaking of that, that is related to a link to the past randomizer. So that's the transition (laughs) that I decided to go with. And the real problem with that, I think was picking something that happened a minute ago and sticking my guns to that because that makes it a very bad transition. It's not what we were talking about a moment ago. I like that you brought the guns back up like just, (laughs) Oh yeah, I guess I, Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. So figurative ones, obviously speaking of sticking to your guns, uh, let's stick to the outline, which has some stuff about <laughs> ALTTPR that we should talk about. So we're going to try something a little bit different this time. Instead of talking about what is kind of like the main thing on the community's mind, we had a list of topics and we decided to first talk about the thing that we just want to talk about the most. And um, before we started this recording, the one topic in particular that we were really getting into uh, is a new uh, announcement from the racing council. So Dante, since you um, brought this to us, I'll leave it to you to kind of set this up and then we'll continue our conversation. All right. So, uh, basically, um, there's a new way to skip the Aga tower barrier, but it's really, how do I put this? It's really precise. Um, right now, the easiest way to do it requires an illegal input, which is up plus down. Uh, 
which you're not really, you know, you're not allowed to do that, that we have that turned off on emulator. You could do it on a SNES, but you'd have to get a special controller to break it. That's, you know, it breaks the game, so don't do it. Um, but basically what, what this allows you to do is cast ether over and over and over and over and over and then use a fairy and then cast ether again over and over and you move up a couple pixels at the time through the barrier and then suddenly you're in Aga Tower. That's the really dumbed down version. Um, you also have to use a blue goo. What's really fun about this is uh, all of the ether casts are frame perfect. So and you, there's maybe like eight of these in a row. I just saw the YouTube video and we'll, of course, put a link to this in the description so you can check it out. But h- how many of these would you say you have to do in a row? Uh, it, I mean, I it looks like at least eight. The, it's two full magic bars and there's four casts in a normal magic bar, right? If yeah. I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah, non half magic. So yeah. I think it has to be eight because it's a full magic bar and then they're using a blue goo, which is only there to refill the magic bar after the fairy revive. And then they're casting it again. And by the time they get in, I think the magic bar is empty again. Yeah. So this is a new glitch, basically, that was brought to the Racing Council just today as of the day we're recording this on Monday, June 20th. Yeah. Uh, so Racing Council has not had a chance to discuss this. We're just kind of like you know, calling it as we see it basically right now. Um, thanks to Dante for, you know, bringing it to us. So I, I have a lot of questions. Um, one is why might somebody not want to submit this glitch as okay, you know, under our current rule set? What, what would be a good reason to ban it? Uh, well, it, there's a, there's a whole lot that has to be done. Um, it, it, like it's a really tough call. Like I'm sure if council, if they, if someone works it out uh, where you don't have to do the up plus down input to, you know, make things a little more kosher, then we'll start really like it, that's being labbed out. You know, we're going to kind of watch and see how it develops from my perspective. This really adds little to nothing from the game. Like if at like to the game. So like if Aga is required, you're going to get stuff logically. The question is, when do you get it logically? You know, if you have two swords, obviously you can just like slash the barrier, walk through it. Um, the way that it's been labbed out so far, uh, you would need half magic. You need two bottles, one with a blue goo, one with a fairy uh, to and ether. Uh, and you need at minimum one sword. So like if you're on fighter's sword and it's logical, then you're probably going to have a cape at some point. If you know the swords are buried That's kind of like a lot of speculation. This is like, I honestly think the use case for this, and I'm probably going to regret saying this, is (laughs) more niche than the Armos shake storage glitch, uh, Hmm. where you can kind of store the the shake effect from bonking or whatever and walk past the tree to open it. Um, I just really like personally, I just don't see it being good for Rando. Um, yeah, it, 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 it's just it's one of those things where it's not going to take so much time. Like, I can't imagine watching a race or being a part of a race and was like, well, that was that looked fun to do. Uh, you know, it took mm-hmm. like 15 tries. Like, I, I feel like this is a situation where, you know, I, I had tried this and it's so many frame perfect inputs. If I mess it up, I've already lost three minutes. So <laughs> I've probably lost like and then the next two checks I do, I get my logical agate progression to go get, you know, my flute or whatever off a of lumberjack. So that's kind of my take on it so far. In a normal open seven, seven seed, I don't see how it could actually ever save you time because what it, it either allows you to skip a cape that's in light world accessible somewhere or a sword that's light world accessible somewhere. And I think going to find either one of those will always be faster than pulling this glitch off. Well, mm-hmm. you're probably going to find other stuff along the way too. So that adds more benefit right. to it. But like there are the occasional seeds where there's an item on Aga, but it's like super, super late prog- like sphere uh, where, you know, you go to dark world with your hammer and your glove and then you don't get your Aga access, you know, logically for like mm-hmm. 30 to 40 more minutes. But I still like it, it would have to be like literally the flute to for it to be like really beneficial because it's a movement item. The boots can't be there because you need the boots logically to open it. Um, if the boots are there, yeah. we have a bigger problem. 
<laughs> and then, of course, you know, I tend to think of everything in Open 7.7 mode, but obviously there yeah. are a lot of other modes out there. Is there a particular mode you can think of where this could, I don't know, maybe give a little bit of an edge to somebody if they pulled it off first time, which is crazy? I mean, cross keys, but if to, hmm. to even do that, you'd need a connector up there and not a mirror. But if you had the mirror... Then you, if you had the fairy in the bottles, you could do the barrier revive fairy trick, which is legal. And uh, it's just, it, it just, I don't see it being u- like actually useful. Like mm-hmm. it just seems to me, this is, I mean, mm-hmm. granted I'm talking day one, you know, and I'm not talking on behalf of the council. This is just Dante, the podcast host talking yeah. too much uh, about how this is just, <laughs> I think it's dumb. <laughs> It's it's a it's a cool trick for task stuff. Like I think it'll be fun if like people work it into like you know task only speed runs or for something. I don't really know how that would be useful, but because uh, you need a master sword to get ether, so you could just open. I don't know. Um, <laughs> maybe somebody finds a cool way to do something dumb with it. So the one of the things that strikes me is like it seems like it doesn't do anything that's too you know untoward when it comes to like. It doesn't break the game. It doesn't, you know, it's not it's not like uh, uh, any of the stuff that you do in no logic or HMG. It, it's fairly tame. And as we've, you know, belabored, it barely gives you any benefit at all. Uh, I want to quickly mention our um, top 10 most useless glitches and tricks episode that we did last summer, where we named a whole bevy of tricks that are perfectly legal and also totally useless essentially yeah. at the end of the day. So why shouldn't this totally useless glitch also be allowed like those others are? I mean, it could get allowed. I, uh, it, it like, it's going to depend on how it gets labbed out. This is one of those things where we could like say it's allowed and I are, you know, it gets voted to be allowed and it's, it's just never, God, I'm going to regret saying this. It's never going to get used. <laughs> I, it's just, it's too many frame perfect inputs. Like it's going to be, you know, funny for like people who play casually using safe states and stuff. But mm-hmm. I just, I don't see it being race viable where it's super beneficial. Uh, that's, that's, I could see somebody doing it, but I could see someone doing it, but not during a race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, like watch this cool trick. I think so. Like yeah. the fact that we have a barrier skip, you know, like I'm, I'm t- memeing about Wind, w- Wind Waker, uh, you know, speed running. The fact that that exists now in Link to the Past is kind of cool, but mm-hmm. it's not like that barrier was really holding the speed run back from being, you know, right. much faster than it is. Yeah. Um, so but one of the things I guess we had gotten into a little bit before recording is one of the reasons you're really resilient against allowing a glitch like this is just because of the rigmarole of going through it and having to document it and then ultimately allowing it is, is that kind of the resistance that like, it's not worth the time to even worry about or is it like, like where does the like, you know, desire to not want it be allowed come from? So some of the discussion we had, I'm going to kind of go back uh, with the, mm-hmm. the freezer clip that was not allowed uh, in ice palace a lot of discussion around it was kind of on behalf of the sake of rando. Now that is not as many frame perfect. That's not like a frame perfect trick, but like that is a, this is a a scenario where of a trick, same thing with the freezer thing where if you do that and invest that time, it is 110% a make or break situation. And I don't think a runner is going to dig their way out of it. And if they get something amazing, out of it then the other person's not going to dig out of it if that makes sense but i think this is even more niche than the whole freezer thing i'm not saying that we mm-hmm. should or shouldn't ban something because of that um but i do think it's just you know if i'm looking at the the health let's put it that way like uh the overall well-being of the competitive scene i really don't see a use case where this is beneficial now i could probably be persuaded otherwise if someone brings up examples after this is being labbed out like i'm not completely closed-minded to it as i sound closed-minded but i'm i'm speaking today on literally what we have here is one video <laughs> and the, <laughs> yeah. the video literally has like you know an illegal input to begin with to make it viable so mm-hmm. um that that's that's kind of where all my initial thoughts are coming from um, is it like a slippery slope thing? Like, no, you know, I, if I'm, you 
Nah, I don't think it's a slippery slope. <laughs> I, I hate using that term because when we were discussing well, glitches initially, like I heard slippery slope. You heard that 50, a lot. 50,000 times. <laughs> okay, that makes I'm, it makes sense that I'm not the first one to approach this topic in, in that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Herf, where, where do you stand on all this? What are your thoughts like, you know, legal or not? What do you think? I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I'm, I pretty much agree with Dante, but at the same time, I see where you're coming from when you're saying, well, you know, it doesn't really hurt anything and it doesn't do anything that's currently illegal to to execute it so why not just well, allow except for it the up down but we probably I mean, figure yeah, that out. somebody I'm, will figure that out I'm, I'm talking hypothetically if you're just going to do the eight or whatever frame perfect inputs yeah. instead of uh the up down actually uh we were talking about this before Dante was saying uh, they're doing the up down at the moment uh, only because you're moving two pixels up instead of just one if you're doing the frame perfect inputs so you would need two blue goos because you would need 16 ether uses, which would be 16 frame perfect inputs in a row. Yeah. Plus a fairy revive and a blue goo use in the middle of all that. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, sure, we could allow it. And as Dante was saying, it needs to be labbed out more. But to me, it seems like, uh, like on a quick, just mental skim through the whole thing, uh, anything like anything beneficial you could get from that glitch is already covered by another much more accessible glitch like you know the barrier skip you can skip aga if it is logically required by many other ways be it some water walk or whatever it may be and even if it's like a late thing like dante said uh, even stuff like a hammer at pyramid fairy you know that might come extremely late in the seed because you're not aggro required for the dark world access, but you're aggro required to get your big bomb over there, logically at least. But there's like four different ways to get the bomb over there if you don't have the hammer that are much easier and much better and quicker to do than this, whatever this is. So, I mean, yeah, it could be allowed just because it doesn't really do anything and even if it was allowed and someone started pulling it off in a race, I don't think they would get anything out of it, really. But at the same time, as Dante was saying, just to keep it all sane or insane boundaries, I guess, I wouldn't be mad if it was not allowed. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's not it's it will never affect me one way or the other, whether this is. <laughs> Banned or not, mm-hmm. and I, I cannot make that any more clear. But I do find it really interesting to kind of get into the racing council and and their inner workings and what makes sense to approve or ban and why. Um, so yeah, we I think we should move on because we do have some other things to cover. But mm-hmm. uh, get get into our Discord. Let us know what you think. Um, you know, specifically with this glitch, I'd love to hear people weigh in and and you know get specific on that. Uh, be nice to each other. That's the last. Thing I'll say yeah, please, please then. talk about it in the Go Mode Podcast Discord. <laughs> uh, don't talk about it in Racing Talk or like the if we open the Council Channel. Don't do that. I I don't know how to handle it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so GMP is your place to discuss, debate, and vent, and then go to the Racing Council one of the real Discord once you are like once you have your thoughts a little better organized and you've gotten some of I, the uh, I want to plug steam. this. <laughs> I am stealing this from another discord and I'm not going to reveal who said it. Uh, somebody may know who said this uh, in, in a little bit, but I love this. Um, they say <laughs> this falls under the category of, I wish this was race legal and my opponent was stupid enough to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Cause you know, someone will try. Yes. Of course. They yeah. want to be the one to, for the memes. Like for mm-hmm. the, I mean, that, that's like the thing a lot of times, you know, yeah, exactly. All right. Well, uh, let's move on to our next topic, which is the 2022 Cross Keys Tournament, which has recently been announced. Uh, we've got some rules in the uh, description that you can check out. We've got a registration link uh, and the Discord. We've got an invite for that uh, to that as well for you in there. So you can check that out. And this is starting July 5th. And they are doing kind of what has been uh, kind of the the trend recently of going uh, actually kind of bucking the trend, I should say, of going from Swiss into brackets, kind of dropping the you know option for a group uh, stage um, 
Uh, Dancy, this is another one that you brought to us. Do you have any uh, kind of uh, anything else you want to mention about this tournament? There's 178 people already signed up. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez, Louise. I don't know how I feel about that. Like, so that that's a topic in and of itself. Um, The community is so booming right now. Uh, but at the same time, like, holy crap, there's so many people in this in one tournament, like all the time. Like, they, we saw how fast casual boots filled up and the same things going on here with cross keys. Uh, that aside, this is actually one of the first tournaments um, to be on the start.gg platform. Um, if you're familiar with smash.gg from the uh, SGL 2021, uh, I had to make sure I got my year right. Uh, that is mm-hmm. the same same website. Basically, they've rebranded to be start.gg. I have no clue why they rebranded, but here we are. Um, they, I would guess maybe they were trying to like be a big in the Smash community and then they wanted to expand. That would be my guess. Honestly, I think that they used to be only for like Smash stuff. So that that would make sense mm-hmm. if that if that's the case. Okay. But yeah, so uh, this will be there instead of challenge. Uh, maybe since Swiss is there, uh, maybe they handle Swiss better. Temp. Mark that down, mentor. Like, find out, mentor yeah. tournament oh, we'll twenty twenty three. We'll be keeping an eye out. But, uh, but yeah, there's also a Discord link. Uh, if you're if you've been in it, or you you know one of those people who leaves a Discord when you're out of a tournament or something, uh, you can go back. Uh, it's still there, and uh, there's a link that shouldn't be. It shouldn't expire. We generated. Uh, but you know, if an admin goes and deletes the non-expiring link, then we can't. We can't help you there, but there are, there's other links floating around. If you're in the main discord, you could probably find that too, but we will include this one for you guys to check in the description. Very good. Yeah. Just All a right. quick note for me here, uh, because yep. of the start GG thing, I think it's interesting. I'm curious to see how it works out for them because uh, Fiesel specifically was saying for SGL that he wasn't very happy with how smash GG performed last year. And that's why we're mm. back on challenge. Uh, I thought it worked out pretty okay for the LTTP part that we did. I, I thought I liked it. I, I liked the interface and how it all worked. But. Yeah. The only thing we really had yeah. trouble with was, you know, a situation where we had, we clicked the, like someone got clicked that didn't win, which was a whole mm-hmm. thing in and of itself. And we had to just contact support to get them to reset it because we, right. there was not a very defined way for us as admins to, you know, reset the match. But then, the, the wording made us think we were resetting the entire round, uh, mm-hmm. but it was actually just that match. So once we clarified that with support, that I think that was like between you and me, Herf, that was the only thing we really had major issue. Yeah, with. pretty much. Yeah. And I wouldn't even call that major. No, mm-hmm. but yeah, I just thought that was interesting. Anyways, let's, uh, let's well, that, move that, on. It, yeah, that was our issue with challenge too. It's like, it's so hard to undo something that you've done or to like right. change a name or something like the that. The other thing mm-hmm. with challenge um, and like, you know, just kind of the Swiss deal. I'm mm-hmm. curious to see if start.gg is different where it's not like a particular guaranteed seated type thing where you can predict your next opponent. Uh, mm-hmm. That's that's like the only really huge gripe, in my opinion, about challenge. Yeah, that's fair. That Yeah, that was another issue we had with the mentor tournament where we wanted true random repairings in Swiss and we were it was all going back to that seating. Um, which is not not what we wanted. The thing, you know, about start.gg is it's almost like you it's it's like, yeah, seems good. I don't know. You don't know until you get into the tournament and all these like real life things start yeah. to pop up that you would never think of to test yourself. Exactly. That you actually know if it's gonna be, you know, worth a damn or not. But like I said, uh, I'll definitely be keeping a close eye on it. If it seems even halfway decent, I will definitely take a look at it for the MT. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, next up, we have the Open Plus Ladder Invitational, uh, which has finally ended. We were like right on the cusp of uh, <laughs> finishing that when we released our last episode. So now we have the conclusion. Herf, do you want to tell us uh, how it shook out? Sure. So the finals between uh, Ari and. Uh... Good Lord. I, com- I commented that much. Humbug. That's right. I commented that much. How did I forget that? I'm very sorry. <laughs> Anyway, uh, the finals went to three games. It was extremely close in all three games. It was a really like if you haven't seen it or or if you want to watch some exciting games, I definitely recommend all three of those because all three of them were very close together. And uh, it, it it all came down to like small stuff at the end and stuff. It was a good, good series. Anyways, uh, Ari wins uh, the whole Invitational, Open Plus Invitational. 
it was, uh, as I said, extremely exciting and fun to watch. Uh, he took one of the prizes he could choose. I will, uh, and, and for his privacy, I will keep it a secret, at least to the what? public, which one he chose. Uh, the the prize, I, I will tell you the choices he had. He could choose between a Super NT, I believe, and an XPEC Pro and uh, a monetary prize of mm. the roughly the same value in case he already had everything or whatever. Gotcha. And uh, gotcha. He, cho- he chose one of those. Yes. A, a gentleman never, right. and a, a gentleman administrator never divulges. <laughs> right, exactly. It's a, it's also like a purely a deal between Danka and the winner of the Invitational. So uh, the, the last thing I'll say about this is uh, we have uh, an announcement stream upcoming. I'll, I'll get you a date, uh, an exact date, Tim, for the for the description. But there's an announcement okay. uh, stream upcoming that Danka and I will be hosting for the next season. And also the announcement of the next Invitational uh, that we still have not revealed. Uh, Dante tried I last time. I can't get him but, to crack. He won't, <laughs> yeah, won't it's, leak it's it. It's not happening. It'll, it'll come out. We'll, we'll leak it on the announcement stream. Yeah, we got to make we got to make like plumbing pipes for houses out of out of Herfy Durfy because he doesn't crack. He doesn't leak. Never True. leaks. <laughs> Why don't they just build the whole house out of that material? I want yeah, a giraffe right, exactly. house. Yeah. Um, all right. So we've talked about all the uh, little little fun things. Now it's time to get down to business. We we need to do what we do best and cover the events of uh, the community. Do we really do this? So the let's best? get into some. Uh, <laughs> we were the only ones doing it. Really, for, I had for to. Quite a while. I had to throw that just to, to lighten the mood here. <laughs> By being the only one, you're therefore the best. Yeah. Just <laughs> and uh, oh. that has. That has served me well throughout my life. All right, so uh, main tournament discussion. Um, Dancy, you've compiled uh, a kind of a blow-by-blow of each of the matches because we're getting to the point where there's so few that you really can just kind of take a look at each one. So not to say that we're going to put every single one of these under the microscope, but some of them, you know, we were able to watch. Some of them we weren't. And by we, I mean Dante. Uh, <laughs> and some of them, um, you know, maybe just wasn't necessarily super exciting. Sometimes things just, you know, rando just plays out in a pretty regular way. But we do have some uh, kind of headlines here for you. So Dante, go ahead and get us kicked off with our top 32. All right. Yeah. So finishing up top 32, uh, we did have uh, a rematch of the 80 keys bronze matchup uh, with Vortex and 2C. Vortex, uh, just like in the uh, 80 keys, uh, took this one 2-0. And uh, uh, that was kind of, the I think, the final match to get us to that top 16. Uh, Top 16 is also concluded. So let's kind of talk about that for a second. Uh, We had Airy versus Matt 7898. Uh, and they went ahead, like as soon as they knew they were paired, they scheduled and they were one like the <laughs> very first top 16 match, I think to start and conclude. Uh, so, wow. uh, Aerie took down Matt in two games. Um, I do want to kind of use this time a little bit to, um, plug, uh, right before Matt got eliminated, he achieved his goal of getting the 124 in NMG. Uh, if you've ever been watching Matt's channel in the last six months, the guy's been playing NMG like nonstop. So very happy for him of that accomplishment. Not very many people have that 124. Uh, in addition, uh, next on that, so uh, Obscure and Humbug played each other. Very tough series between these two. Um, from what I gathered, I didn't get to watch this. I just kind of saw it in a couple of like some conversations in a couple of discords, but uh, it came down to kind of like a jet seed in game three and OLF uh, or obscure life form uh, slid into the top eight by eking out a win there. Um, zero, nice. zero rush and Chimo in top 16. Uh, that went to three games as well. Uh, I didn't get to see games one and two, but I did get to see uh, a decent chunk of game three. It was inverted keys and with inverted to some degree, both runners had their struggles uh and um <laughs> the moon pearl ended up being on the bombos tablet in light world so you had to bunny walk oh, interesting and go get the moon pearl there at one point zero rush i think spent over a minute just sitting there and, and like if you go to his stream from what someone said like you see him like messing with a tracker to understand inverted so oh, very competitive mm. mode very great game right uh <laughs> That just that's how inverted uh, is sometimes. Um, But Zero Rush did end up uh, winning this one. It was pretty close in the end and uh, is advancing on to top eight. Schulzer and I just have to say that makes me feel so much better, you know, to to see people who are very, very good at this game still have 
trouble wrapping their minds around inverted, not necessarily because they, you know, yeah. aren't smart or haven't researched it or anything, mm-hmm. but just because it's freaking complicated, man. So uh, that's that's just really nice to hear about. And and also a special shout out to Zero Rush, who's been in the game for a really long time yeah. and, and performing consistently the, the whole time. Um, so he is like we were saying in top eight. Moving on, we have Schulzer and Moogle Charm. Uh, Schulzer took both games here. Uh, and this one was kind of an interesting game, too, because Moogle was technically behind on dungeons, but had a sword advantage. Uh, Schulzer had actually forgotten a sword, forgot to, uh, I think, pull the dam, uh, and there was mm. a sword there. So he was on fighter Ooh. sword, but then GT, being sometimes the great equalizer, uh, bailed him out with a sword there, and that kind of was... Uh, that was making it where it was probably his race. And then Moogle unfortunately had uh, a death on Trinex. And with when you're in go mode, you know how it goes where you're not going to go out the middle doors. So you've got to yeah. walk all the way back. Um, and that was kind of, you know, the last, the last chance. Um, I honestly, yeah. so the, so uh, shoals are moving on top eight. Uh, mm-hmm. Shoals are uh, going to be up against winner of P train and Teto. Uh, I'll be honest, I these I think happened during when I was working. I didn't get to see a lot of these uh, these next two series, but P Train and Teto went to it was two games. Uh, P Train took both. Um, so very two very good runners, uh, both deserving of top 16 and top eight. But P Train's going to yeah. move on to be in that top eight. Uh, and next we got Vortex and GFE. Not sure how that one actually panned out as far as like anything interesting, but GFE has moved on to the top eight with a 2-0 victory over Vortex. Uh, Skella and Zelga was a top 16 matchup. And, uh, basically the, the two, the, the, the story of these, uh, this is kind of some, uh, a summary, uh, from discussions that I've seen in discords, but Zelga took game one. Basically it was an ice rod deal where Skella missed it. Zelga got it. Uh, not sure the p- exact position where it was. Um, but that's kind of how that happened. And then, uh, Zelga sealed the deal in game two with tournament McBoss. Um, mm-hmm. just a minute 40 separating the two from what I saw with recording race rooms and stuff. There was a little bit of a discussion about how Zelga felt like maybe he stole this one. Um, basically because of getting some stuff last and then basically beelined, I'm going to just go to all the dungeons and hope that everything's on the path at that point. So there were some things that he said he potentially skipped and saved himself some time. That's, you know, more rando stuff. Wow. Um, wow. so he's moving on to top eight as well. Uh, Andy and wall kicks two really, another really good pair of runners facing off, uh, very close game one. This was really funny uh, to me. Andy did, there is a, there's probably go, we'll go watch the highlight for this. Uh, Andy did most of the gauntlet on one heart. Um, and during all this, he made mention in the race time room that his power was going in and out constantly and his battery backup was doing was doing some work, keeping him online. <laughs> wow. So man, that's oh, uh, man, that's nerve wracking. And I mean, these I don't exactly know, obviously, which kind of binary backup he has, but those usually don't keep you up for a long time. It's like Ew. 20 minutes at best. Yeah. So doesn't he have a heart rate monitor? And I don't know about that. Is he one of the? No, he doesn't. No, I must be getting him confused with someone else. That's too bad. I wonder how high that was. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, just imagine like climbing GT one heart and your powers flicker in the entire time just to add to it. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, then there was wow. they had game two, which was uh, tournament McBoss. Um, just over a minute difference. I don't know of anything else really to say about that one, but Andy took that mm-hmm. one as well. So we'll be advancing to top eight. Um, so let's. Let's now let's let's transition here, Temp and Herf. We got top eight matchups. Uh, just real okay. quick, Schulzer versus P Train. Uh, the first game was Monday. I'm not even sure who won it. I didn't get a chance to watch it because I was at work and doing other stuff. Uh, it doesn't look like it's recorded yet, even for us. So you're off the hook on that one. Perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, I did get to commentate last night with Days Cloud to do game one of GFE versus Zelga Desan. Very, uh, very interesting seat. I, I, I want to bring this one up just because uh, I'm curious okay. to see Tim's reaction to this. So GFE gets okay. the win. Um, both of them basically last locating uh, pendant hookless swamp palace uh they need a fire rod for go mode they have no fire source so no lamp no fire rod and the very first check of pendant swamp is a hook shot at that point you kind of think do you do hook do you do this or do you leave yeah 
But GFE did the very, uh, I'm not going to say brash is a bad word, the bold play, um, which when he did it, I was like, this is make or break. Like if he does this, he wins. If Mm -hmm. this doesn't work, he loses. Uh, And then Fire Rod shows up in Hookshot Cave. So very, very good for him. Um, That's that's one of those like crazy rando scenarios where you just like have to look at the game and chuckle about it which I thought it was, it was really exciting to watch because the, the game went back and forth multiple times. Um, but yeah, GFP took game one. Game two is after we record tonight. Um, the other, one of the other matchups for top eight is Andy versus Airy. Game one was early this morning. They got everyone's favorite, Ambrosia. Thank you, Blaine, yes. for the poison. Uh, <laughs> ended up being an all-dungeon seed where a bow was on ped. Um, they had to do Aga, I believe, for their... Dark World Access, and then uh, as they were trying to finish up the last pendant, uh, the bow dropped on Viddy. So they got. <laughs> so let me let me ask you this, Temp. If if in Herf, if you guys get a bow on Viddy, do you go pull Ped if that's your last pendant, or do you just like get out of there and take the bow and start clearing dungeons? Oh well, I mean, me personally, I would definitely go grab the silvers just because I know where they are. Maybe I wouldn't grab them right immediately. Maybe I'd start clearing dungeons first and grab them at some like maybe more convenient point. But I would eventually grab them if I'm Airy and Andy. Airy, who is the NMG world record holder, and Andy, who's an extremely good player as well, I probably don't give a crap about those silvers. Yeah, so I. Oh, yeah. go ahead, Tim. I route them in. I'm, I'm going to route them in. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, it was interesting because one of them did get silvers and one didn't. So mm. Andy went and actually picked them up. Airy, once he got bow, mirrored out or saved and quit and was just like, I'm out of here. Because all he had left was pod and, and Eastern at that point. He had done all the other pendant or crystal dungeons. So uh, mm. it was just a little bit of time separating the two uh, under two minutes or something like that. But um, uh but yeah, Andy takes game one, game two set for Tuesday. So by the time this episode comes out there, game two will already have happened. Uh, and then yet to be scheduled anything, we have obscure versus zero rush. So very exciting top eight, if I do say so myself. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm really looking forward to uh, how this is all going to shake out, because at this point, uh, Andy's the only person left who's ever won. You know, we, we had Jed at one point. It was kind of like this for top 16, but no one, whoever would win this besides Andy uh, is going to be like a new like main tournament champ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Andy would be the uh, the veteran to, to win it again, but everybody else it would be there first. Right. Yeah. Well, well, thank you for that very thorough uh, breakdown of, of everything that uh, happened over the last couple of weeks. I would just recommend that people check the description of this episode and uh, click the main tournament schedule and just see when one is coming up in you know, the next uh, week or two and make time to see it. Whoa. <laughs> Dante just shook his head, nodded his head so hard that his uh, headphones came down over his eyes and he looked like Jordy LaForge a little bit. <laughs> um all right let's do a quick look into the challenge cup we have a little bit of time left for that uh so right now our top eight of the challenge cup we have farfalu versus rot krellbell versus sir link a lot and right now krellbell is up one to zero uh vinter versus Spire and plumeria knight versus dr diabetes uh and (laughs) the good doctor is up one to zero (laughs) diabetes Uh, yeah, so um, special shout out to uh, a few of those folks uh, that, you know, have kind of hung around GMP Discord from uh, from time to time. And uh, also some new names. Uh, that first matchup, Farfalu versus Rot, those both strike me as kind of newer names, not ones that I've, I've seen around. Farfalu um, is so it'll be uh, interesting to see what happens there. Pretty prevalent in the Super Metroid community. Um, mm, OK, so uh, I know that name from cool. the uh, he was doing a. Uh, a tournament last year with a friend of mine, Bressingham, they ended up winning, which was kind of like a, a co-op shared inventory type deal. Uh, it was pretty exciting mm-hmm. to watch for super Metroid, you know, if that's kind of your thing, but, cool. but yeah, yeah, nice to see them playing this. Very cool. Nice, nice, nice. All right. And now it's time for GMP community updates. Okay. So quick check into the mentor tournament. We are in the middle of week three as it stands, as we're recording this. And it seems like things are 
moving along very smoothly. I've had a chance to watch a couple of uh, races uh, here and there, you know, unfortunately with no audio most of the time because I'm like at work or doing something else. Um, but I haven't really gotten a lot of uh, complaints. You know, all the admin issues that have come up have been pretty minor, you know, like minor scheduling things, somebody having to drop out. It's all all the normal kind of stuff. But it's it really struck me uh, earlier this week just thinking about like that first year and how I was like recruiting mentors for almost every race, not almost, but I mean, probably three or four a week. And now, like, I don't think. I think maybe there was one person that was like, I'm having trouble finding a mentor and we pinged and then they immediately found one. It's just incredible to me. I like all of the communication that goes on behind the scenes now because we've set up this system for people to reach out to each other and we have so many mentors and it's just, we've just come such a long way and I I couldn't be more proud to just be able to step back and and watch it run, you know? Oh yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So. That's about all I have to say on that. Uh, bi-weekly seed. I played the last one uh, and it was maybe my worst Rando performance to date. Uh, I didn't even uh, enter a forfeit <laughs> into the bot. I just stopped playing it. I It was one of those deals where it's like uh, I mistracked something and then it's like you keep playing and you're like, oh, my God, it's on ped. Uh, so, you know, you finish uh, yeah. pet and then you get what's on pet and you're like, oh, crap, that's that's just 10 arrows. And so then you have to go back and figure out what you skipped. And for me, it was ice tea room and ice palace. Uh, so I went back and confirmed, yes, that's where the medallion is that I needed uh, that I was hoping I wasn't going to need. Kind of like, you know, <laughs> uh, the gamble you were talking about, Dante, where it's mm-hmm. where it's like, well, I could be really thorough to find this thing or I could just keep going and hope it shows up on the way. And I decided the latter and was punished uh, severely for it. So uh, that was a, that was a rough one. Um, but uh, I'm ready to bounce back with the next one. What, what are we going to do for BWS 102? Hmm. Well, I'm kind of stuck. I was already kind of like out of ideas last time. And I was glad one of you bailed me out because someone had a great idea and we used that. But hmm. it's like, I feel like we're so in the middle of like, like the end of the main tourney and the challenge cup and we're in the middle of the ma- uh, mentor tourney and i can't really think of anything that would make a great example of the current state of the community mm-hmm. yeah there's um, there's so much variance uh and i i just want to plug that we've got 54 awesome people who actually have yeah. submitted a time yeah. for this one like we we numbers just got are high. the uh yeah, we just got the notification in the leaderboard channel, which that's always weird. Uh, and it's because the bot had to make a new post because it was running out of characters to hold the 53 people who had <laughs> yeah. already done it. So, yeah, I just noticed that as well. That's awesome. So I got an idea uh, for a fun, a funsy, but I need I might okay. need Herfie's help. From what okay. I understand, you have to it, it, like there has to be a way, I think, to generate Ambrosie uh seeds. But I think it only can be done through Lazy Kid. I don't believe Sahabot supports that. Mm-hmm. Is that something? What is that? That is Blaine's new mode. More, more poison for the community. Um, so basically <laughs> there are eight. You need eight Triforce pieces and to beat the game. And there are eight. There's a Triforce piece on every boss. So when you kill a boss, you get a Triforce piece. So what you okay. have to do is beat eight dungeons and you don't have to fight Ganon. And you basically, you know, every, the response has been very positive so far on the ladder from what I can tell. Um, mm. So if there's a, can we, can we generate one of these? Is there a way to do it? I, if we can, we definitely should. This sounds Dope as hell. I want to try it. I am trying to find out right now. Uh, I, I'll have to talk to Danka if there's a way. I think the problem might be that he can generate it, but as far as I'm aware, LazyKit just sends all the <clears throat> necessary information to Sahabot, and it might not be able to make like a permalink. It might be able to generate a seed for us that we can maybe put somewhere, but that's... that's all we need, just one seed, yeah. Yeah, in a way, yes. Uh, we should probably not be distributing roms directly you know that's oh, why oh never, would we have to do that i mean if we get the seed yes like if we uh, get the generated file that we download that is the theoretically a running zelda rom i thought 
Now, as far as I'm if, aware, that's why you have to bring your own seat to the random homepage. No, there, there's a there's permalinks well, for previous seeds on the ladder. Yeah, like so. I think so. Here's what we'll do, and we're gonna we're gonna have to lab this out after we finish recording because it's yeah. not gonna be fun sitting here with you guys and us like <laughs> saying um until somebody responds. Yeah, yeah. if we can so get true. Ambrosia or Ambrosia, whatever you want to call it, it poison, mm-hmm. um. To, to generate, then we'll get you a fresh hot one of those to play for the, the, the biweekly seat. But, um, if not, then we'll, you know, we'll, what do you guys, you want to just do some casual boots? Like everybody likes boots, right? Oh um, yeah. Let's do I'm casual down. boots in honor of the new casual boots right, tournament perfect. that's getting ready to kick mm-hmm. off. All right, so that's, yeah. that's our backup. So look at the biweekly seed and find out what we were able to accomplish with our, our lives uh, and whether or not <laughs> we're useless. Yes. There you go. Sweet. All right. Let's wrap it up. Okay. So we have three new reviews I need to go over. So I'm going to go over these relatively quickly, but I did want to shout them out. Um, We had one from Jackson Mumford who said, amazing podcast. ALTTPR is one of the best games of all time. And this podcast definitely does it justice. The hosts are very entertaining. And if you like ALTTP, then you should check this one out for sure. It really does deserve the five stars it has been given. So thank you, Jackson Mumford. That's very, very kind. Uh, Thank you very much for the review. Thanks a lot. Yeah. We also had one from Jack JTB who says the definitive guide to ALTTPR. Fair enough. This is a fairly niche subject, but the podcast is brilliant if that's what you're into. I'm not a player who participates in any tournaments. I just play for fun. However, this podcast is a real eye opener and insight into more techniques, especially as a casual viewer of the tournaments on YouTube. It's easy to miss strats. I'm one of those players the host mentioned in the early episodes, works full time, has kids, has a house, etc., but still like to play a seed every week or so. I listen to this when I'm on my long runs, mostly or on my motorbike to work. Cheers, guys. Uh, so thanks again, Jack JTB, for that review. And it's nice to hear that folks like you are out there because that's always been my suspicion is there is a ton of people out there that just watch it, you know, casually. They don't necessarily want to get all wrapped up in these tournaments. You know, you, you got lives and stuff. So um, we're more than happy to kind of distill the community and and kind of serve you up with an, an hour long version of it every two weeks. So. Thank you so much. And then we had uh, Amphibious T-Rex, who I think had left one before and changed the wording. So that popped up as new. I could be wrong about that, but this definitely seemed seemed new to me. Uh, lots of fun and good info. These guys do a great job of keeping you entertained while also getting into the minute details of A Link to the Past randomizer. It's a great way to learn about the game if you were just getting started playing or just watching. Uh, so Thanks, Amphibious T-Rex. That's uh, somebody who pops by my stream every now and then to say hey, and it's always good to, to see their username pop up. So um, thank you to all three of you. And uh, if you're enjoying the show, if you want to leave us an iTunes review or Spotify or wherever you listen to these podcasts, it sure does help us out a whole lot. And it, it really brightens our, our days um, to, to read these. So uh, thanks so much again. Um, yeah, uh, let's see. Email at gomodepodcast.com. We got a Discord. We got a YouTube. We got a Twitch. We got all that stuff. Um, I'm going to shout out this week the game Peggle. I re-downloaded it. Uh, I, I know I've shared before that I have my Peggle doctorate. Um, I haven't done any continuing education on the Peggle doctorate. I got a little rusty mm-hmm. in my uh, in my time there between the last time I practiced. Uh, but I, I really enjoy just like having it on on my second monitor and playing it while I like watch, you know, a TV, like a, a prestige TV show where like I can barely pay attention to Peggle and still be like stimulating that part of my brain that needs to be playing something, mm-hmm. but also still, you know, sitting still and watching a TV show. So Peggle is really it's just like one of the most perfectly designed puzzle games of all time. If you've never played it, at least go try the demo. Um, it's super fun and it totally holds up. So play Peggle. Yeah, Peggle is great. Peggle's fun. I I think it's great. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see. What will I shout out this week? Uh, I think I'm going to shout out what I'm playing currently. I've downloaded, I've also re-downloaded an older game. It's not quite as old as Peggle, but uh, it's a 2019 gem that's very near and dear to my heart. And it is uh, Earth Defense Force 5. Mm. Uh, good old EDF. Uh, I don't know if uh, either of you guys have ever played any of the I haven't EDFs. Haven't played any EDF games. I've heard of it's, them. Uh, 
It's it's junky yeah. in the best way. Uh, they're third person shooters in the loosest of senses. They're like an action game where you fight against giant ants and uh, insects and alien invaders. And the plot is super cheesy and it's insane. And it's it's made for multiplayer, really. Like the more friends you can play it with, the more fun it is. Mm-hmm. But even in single player, I, I can definitely recommend it. And uh, was the first one of those on like the NES? No, the f- very first uh, Earth Defense Force game was on the PlayStation 2, I think. Okay. All right. There might have been like a they've been around sort of idea like that or maybe a prequel sort of thing that kind of birthed EDF at some point. Maybe I'm not sure about that. I'm sure somebody will jump in to correct us. Yeah, for sure. For sure. (laughs) Uh, We can count on that. But Earth Defense Force and specifically five, you said, is the new. I think it's the newest one, at least, you know, the newest like classic not spinoff one. Gotcha. Sweet. All right, Dante, what do you got for us this this week? So I, I want to know from you guys, uh, would it be interesting to see a speed run of Link to the Past Master Sword category on dance pads? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I think right. so. <laughs> yes. So I have not practiced, but I have a way... <laughs> I can do it. And I think it's finally, I said this the other day to someone, I think it's finally time. Um, so I may start doing runs of that occasionally. <laughs> yeah, that okay. sounds like, like an interesting thing to see I, develop. I joked that uh, I would start it with the NMG weekly in a voice call with everybody. And I would see <laughs> if I get done with master sword before they finish, <laughs> before they finish <laughs> yes. NMG. Mm -hmm. honestly i think you could use save states and still that would still be close i mean i'm not going to use save states because you know mama didn't raise no baby Um, (laughs) but i i think it's going to be bad like i uh it's going to be tough and the bow landmo is basically impossible but i don't know i i i pop by the channel i might be doing it at some point in the next couple weeks we may have next episode and i say i didn't have time uh obviously life with a kid and stuff in a job makes it a little tough but i think i'm gonna actually you know pop the cork on this and finally get something started like that sounds good (laughs) all right well best of luck to you and that's at twitch.tv slash dancy with three a's I feel like I haven't said that in a while. I used to say that. It was like so great every that we episode. had a break. D A A A N T Y. Break Just in case over. anyone knows how to spell it. Yep. All right. Well, uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for letting us uh, talk inside of your head uh, for another another uh, hour or so. We will be back again in a couple weeks. Uh, until then, on behalf of my co-host Dante and Herfie Derby, I've been Tim. Let's go ahead and mirror out. <laughs>